All right, and we're back for another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Daryl Glassford coming right back at you here from Pop Culture Cosmos. The Lakers Fast Break, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please, I'll tell you, Tom, you always move something during my intro. <laughs> Never fails. That's why I give you the 30 seconds for you, man. The Was it the noise or the movement that drew you off? Anything. I can hear it. The, the, your mics always pick it up. But yeah, if you it's can, a tricky table that I'm sitting at. It must be tricky out there for you. Tricky, it's tricky when you every every single that. time, every single yeah. time. Always in the intro. People wonder Just why. Just trying I do to get 30. situated, and you know, people wonder why I do the 30 second intro. But I'll tell you what. If you can, please let us know. Please do what you can to share, subscribe, like, follow, do whatever you can you to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. It is truly appreciated. Want to go ahead and thank you so much for listening and for watching and appreciate everybody out there giving us some love each and every time out. If you get a chance, please give our Lakers Fast Break channel a try as far as going ahead and checking out some of the shows because I just dropped just before the season started the Lakers Championship Rewind Part 3. I want to go ahead and tell you it, it was just a, a labor of love. It took a while to complete. I had to go through a lot of archives to pick the very best and most poignant episodes and least excerpts from them to go ahead and gather it into a la- final part that I thought was fitting for the Lakers championship. So hopefully you get a chance to listen, to not only part three, but part one and two of the Lakers championship rewind. And then of course the Lakers round table from this past weekend. So there's a lot of good stuff on Lakers fast break and also check out Lakerholics.com. T- t- excuse me. Tons and tons of articles are there. Please check it out today at Lakerholics.com. Also want to give a big shout out to Sebastian who watched the showdown on Sunday that uh, we did for the previous <laughs> Lakers fast break. He said, uh, he, he said some words like calm down, calm down. We're going to keep it civil today. Cause we're going to keep it short. Cause there's really not much really the, uh, you know, belabor over um, because today's game, let's put it this way. It's a hangover. It's a ring hangover. Happens seemingly every single year. Whoever wins the championship, they get the rings, and they always come out slow. It seems, you know, I, I think if you always take the first quarter and whatever other team is, you always get your money in Vegas. That's what they seemingly every bet on every year. And it was the case. Just never got over the hump. They tied the game in the third quarter, but never quite not got over the hump as the Lakers lose in their first game of the year, similar to what they did last year. Could that be a precursor for a repeat? We'll have to wait and see. But they did lose 116-109 to today. And here with me for a recap of today's game is a good friend indeed. He is the guy who I did spar with, but we have made up. And so, Sebastian, you're right. We, we got to keep it a little bit more civil. We will definitely today. It is my good friend indeed. It is Laker Tom. Laker Tom, before you come on, I want to go ahead and give a big shout-out to Stone Hansen who has come on the show many, many times, and also our own Jamie Sweet of Lakerholics.com. Both are under the weather right now, and I'm just our thoughts are with you. Feel better, get well soon, and we hope everything will be okay. I know the Lakers loss didn't help you any, but I hope you get better soon. Anyways, maybe a Christmas Day win will help just instead. But Laker Tom, not quite the way you want to start off this season, but then again, they did the same thing last season as well. Yeah, you know, I 
you you could see the trap game coming with the with the Clippers obviously hungry to to do well. Paul George looking to redeem himself and um, just sitting there watching the ring ceremony. And the ring, and the, ring the ring ceremony was, you know, and 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 I'll just take a second of time out that I thought that the Lakers did a classy job. You can't do doing this in front of an, an empty stadium is a whole lot different than doing it in front of the entire Staples Arena filled with Lakers fans. Um, and I thought that they, right from uh, Adam Silver's comments all the way down to Jeannie's comments, uh, Frank Vogel's comments, I love the involvement of the families giving the uh, the rings out to the players and to the uh, assistant coaches and so forth. So I thought that was great. And, and you know, I've, I was standing up in front of the television clapping every time everybody got their rings. And uh, it's kind of funny. I noticed that uh, everybody kept trying to put them on their ring fingers, but they only would fit their little fingers. So I knew that there was a there was a rush to get the rings out. And it was some question of whether they'd be ready for the ceremony. Um, obviously, they did, they weren't personally sized before the ceremony. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, you're dealing with NBA players, and and these guys have got big hands, and uh, and player after player was putting it on his pinky as the only finger that he could get it on. But uh, congratulations to the Lakers for winning the championship. Congratulations to the Lakers players who weren't there tonight that uh, were part of that team. I thought they did a great job, and that was the highlights of the situation. You know, the game was a the game was an interesting game. Uh, I loved how the Lakers came back in the second quarter. We had some problems. Uh, some players played well. Some players didn't come out and play well. Um, I think that uh, you have to give Paul George credit. He took a lot of flack uh, through the performance that he did in the playoffs and and how he and and Kawhi did not produce. Paul was certainly playing like a hundred ninety million dollar player yep. today. And 13 out of 18 and, and 30 some points. That's uh, that's a great way to show uh, that you're going to come back. Uh, we'll see how he does in the playoffs. Yes, we'll that's see how he only, does in the playoffs. That's my only concern that, you know, when the things come down. Um, the Lakers, um, I liked I liked what I saw from Trez. I thought he played very well. Very um, efficient. I was very worried about Marc Gasol because he really just did not seem to have any snap to his game at all. And he seemed to... Uh, Looked very slow and very old and very foul prone. Um, he was obviously in foul trouble right from the beginning, and that makes it a tough, a tough haul for you to have a good game. And somewhere uh, I, Dwight Howard is laughing. Yeah, well, in Philadelphia. Yeah, listen, I, I think I think that uh, it's going to take. For one thing, you know, somebody like Gasol is really the kind of guy who needs a training camp, a regular training camp, more than other players do because he's got to get his legs underneath him at that age. Um, LeBron missed a lot of bunnies early in the game. And, and so, you know, it, the Lakers, I think, I think that Frank Vogel said it well when he said that, that mentally we're there, it's, but it's the question of physicality. Have, have we physically got our legs underneath us? Well, that's, and, why the, that's why the 4-0 undefeated is kind of like fool's gold. Right. Yeah. Well, and, no, it was the it was it was because we shot lights out. Yeah. <laughs> we well, shot, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's hard to three, you know. It always seems like when you play really well during you just it's hard to get off to that when it comes to the regular season. It just seems yeah. like it's a different it's a, like you go from one island and you go into another island. And it's just so weird how that works out. Sometimes you almost want bad uh you know, bad preseasons because somehow uh, I've seen a lot of teams play better because of it. I don't well, know there's why. Always a, there's always a silver lining, even in a yeah. situation like this, because all of a sudden now this is a wake up call. 
After everybody is putting the Lakers in in a tier by themselves, at the head of the league and so forth, wake up now because the season started. And yeah, it's only 71 games, 71 days since you last won a championship. But by the same token, the schedule is compressed. The schedule is, they've taken the schedule and they've, they've crammed it into 71 games and they've crammed the time in too. So that's the uh, less less rest between games. So it's going to be interesting. Um, we played 11 men. I think one of the problems, again, that I've mentioned several times with an 11-man rotation is that you're going to have at least two or three or four players in there who don't really get time, enough minutes, to get into rhythm and to develop a rapport with their teammates. Yeah. Uh, and I think we saw that tonight. There was uh, especially... You know, and part of it was obviously the ring ceremony hangover, as you put it. But you know, lazy passes that were intercepted, and and you spark it, you you give a team a twenty point lead to start off the game, twenty two points, I think, at the at the peak. And it it you know, yeah, you can come back, but that takes a lot out of you. And then you get up the nine point lead, and, and you know, and and all of a sudden you just don't have the energy to come back. Paul George, that Paul burst George is, hit the shots. He must have hit like six or seven shots in a row there. At the end of the third quarter, that burst really did it for, yeah. for Clippers. I think yeah. that's where they won the game. Yeah, so, you know, I'm, I'm not worried about the season. I think this was just like last year. It's just one game of 72. We could still go. My attitude is always that you can still go 71-1. and one. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, but we've got quite a few games. I think we play five more games, before, four more games before the end of the year. So that's not like you can sit back and rest on it. Um, well, they do get two days off. What, it'll be interesting to see what Frank does with the rotations. I thought that, you know, like I, Caruso had a terrible game. I mean, three horrible turnovers finally hit that one three-point shot. Otherwise, he would have gone over for the whole night. Uh, he didn't play well. Um, Gasol had a terrible game, got a zero for his first game as a Laker. Wesley um, Matthews. Matthews had a terrible game. Just, it's funny he looked great in preseason with his defense, but uh, but Kawhi and Paul George tore him apart. And and he really, you know, he's got those long arms, so it's always been something. But he's still only six four, you know. So it's he looked six four tonight. <laughs> you never saw the long arms get involved in in making the kind of defensive plays you need. So the Lakers definitely are suffering from not having had a regular preseason suffering from the hangover of the uh, ring ceremony. And we'll see what happens as we move forward. I think uh, Trez, Trez and, and Schroeder look pretty good. Uh, Schroeder, Schroeder just trying really to do too much. Too, little did too much. Well, right? But I think most of that was at the part of the game where we needed somebody to, to actually take over and do that. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we were, we just couldn't trade baskets. We just kept trading baskets. And that's a problem that, when you get somebody who's hot like uh, like Paul was, and and even when AD would try to cover him, you know he'd easily make a switch on somebody. I know that Frank doesn't like to switch, but we sure didn't fight over the screens and and try to prevent for switching. You know they Quiet they were pretty much able threes. to isolate people out, and 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 we didn't do a good job on the other end because we didn't really we didn't really go in and isolate uh, against uh, Lou Will when he was in the game like we should have. That was basically one of the formulas we had for winning last year. So chuck it off to uh, chuck it off to the ring ceremony game and uh, we move on, you know. Uh, I guess the next game is Christmas, right? That is correct. They get two days off. And the Mavs. 
Yeah, and, and so a little bit of lackluster performance for AD and LeBron, obviously not playing yeah. up to their level as well, trying to still get into it. Like I said, I think Schroeder did a little bit too much, but he was aggressive, and you want mm-hmm. somebody aggressive outside LeBron. He shot and well from outside. He shot well from outside, two of five. Five for 15 overall. Obviously he's going to improve on that. So I'm, I'm going to give him a little bit of slack, but he was aggressive, though I do like that. I just think like overall the defense, I was kind of concerned. And then the fact that they don't have as much interior defense, which more teams I found going to the basket are going to be a problem because you saw the Clippers. They well, weren't it's a real problem. It's, yeah, it's a real problem when you when it's Paul George and, and Kawhi Leonard going to the basket for little yeah. 10-foot shots because or layups and so forth. I didn't really see a whole lot of uh, of the triangle offense that, that had been talked about and so forth. But uh, they didn't need it. Yeah, you know they didn't need it, and they shot they shot well from three. They hit timely threes, especially George. I mean, he was he was very unstoppable and uh, showed what kind of player he can be. You know, um, he obviously did not adjust well to the bubble, and, and obviously had some issues with the, with confidence in the bubble that sort of sort of caused him to really fade out at the end there. But you know, good players who have talent will, will come back, and we'll see what happens as we move down the line. I think we play the Clippers two more times, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct in the season, and so we'll have our chances to get revenge, and then uh, we'll see if they can uh, make it to the finals to play us this year. Going to be the most competition for yeah. the Lakers, I think. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. People are just losing their minds trying to consume Marvel products right now, and I don't blame them. This is some of the best entertainment you can get on TV and big screen right now. If something's going to be successful or not, they look at the mentions, they look at the likes, they look at the retweets and the tweets and the subtweets and the tweet tweets, and they look at all of that to say, okay, this is actually going to garner a lot of attention. Is it going to be enough, though? I think the fish out of water syndrome might be enough for somebody like us because it's going to be hilarious to watch two stoner kids we saw barely make it through high school now live in a society that they fully don't understand because they've been stuck in a decade and never came out of it. Facebook stars, not ninja stars, okay? I know how some people take things literally. So don't throw ninja stars at us, but like the Facebook stars, click on those. That's what we want. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Or Big Chasm. I still pick the Lakers as my favorite but I don't think that there's the huge chasm uh, between the teams such as the Lakers and the Clippers. I think the Clippers did enough to either stay at the level or be a little bit better. I think the Ibaka uh, acquisition was a very well, good Ibaka one. obviously played uh, outplayed Gasol tonight. So yeah. that, to your credit, you know, uh, you've always felt strongly on that. I, we'll have to see, you know, I, I felt, I felt very strongly that I would have rather had, Gasol because of the passing ability, but Ibaka's 31 and Gasol's 35, so we'll see how that plays out as we have the next matchup against them. Um, well, we'll see. I don't Definitely even know if Gasol had it. Did Gasol get an assist? No, I don't think so either. He was basically. I don't remember. Nervous. I don't remember an assist from him. I don't remember a three-point shot. He did get one assist, one assist, one assist and okay. one rebound. That's pathetic, my friend. In 12 That's minutes. Pretty you know, I mean, that's the difference in the game. We got outplayed at the center position, and nobody could stop Paul George. But you know, some, give the credit, give the Clippers credit. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, they, 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 had to have, they had to have this win because if they had lost this game, <laughs> it would have been a very, very tough situation. They are coming back from a series of faux pas and, uh, and disappointments. And so there was a lot of pressure on them and, and they were ready to play. And the Lakers basically took a lazy day, approach to the game. You know, um, we just sort of slip walk, slip walk through the first half or for the first, first quarter at least, and managed to come back in the second half. But the one thing I never saw, even when we came back in the second half, a lot of it I thought was poor shot, uh, poor shot selection by the Clippers and and taking bad shots and not making them and go cold all the time. And it wasn't necessarily because of, of the Lakers playing unusually strong defense, like, like you've seen them do in the past. Um, We haven't seen that lockdown defense at all tonight. So it'll be interesting to see how we, the Mavs are going to be gunning to try to give us two losses to start the season and trying, and they have a, a, an effort to want to prove that, they can play in that game and uh, and an early Luca's an early favorite for MVP. So it should be a good challenge. It'll but, be a good uh, challenge. Yeah. I'll be looking yeah. for it, my friend. We'll be looking for it. I know you and I'll be back for a post game for then. Hopefully it'll be a little bit longer because it'll be hopefully after a win, get back off the schneid. But then again, like I said, I'm not too bummed because they did the same thing last year and look what happened. So Maybe they should lose. Well, if we go 24 and three for our first 27 games, we'll both be happy. Yeah, we'll both be happy. And and maybe, the, you know, if that's the case and they win again, maybe they should schedule the Clippers each and every year as the first game of the year just to lose, just so that would be the mean they could go ahead and win the championship. But that's, again, well, we'll, they have we'll to find, prove we'll it. We'll find out whether you're right that there isn't a chasm between the Lakers and other teams in the league or whether I'm right and, and Zach Lowe's right that, the Lakers are in a tier by themselves and everybody else is behind. Well, I, again, I still think the Lakers should be a favorite going forward. But again, I just don't think the, it's that wide. When you're dealing with situations like matchups and things of that nature, and for instance, like all you need is a, a Paul George or a LeBron James to get hot or an right. AD to get hot at the right time. And it just swings one way or the other, yeah. as you can see right there. It could, it could even be a Lou Williams or, or a yeah. Kyle Montres- or – Jalen Horton Horton Tucker. They got to play him more than 11 minutes, my friend. It's awful hard to get any rhythm when you hardly touch the ball, too. Yeah. So I I remember Montrez Harrell. He would run by Montrez Harrell, and Montrez Harrell would not pass him the ball in an obviously open pick and roll situation. They obviously obviously had given uh, Caruso the job of running the team at that point in time. He came in as a second point guard, and he played point guard. Talon did not play point guard when he came in at all, and either in his short stint in the first half or his short stint in the second half. Maybe that's we'll see. Change. We'll see how we'll see how Frank adjusts to everything. I mean, I, I suspect that he'll keep the same starting lineup. Kenny played well. Um, had that one little streak where he made like seven points in a row that really was uh, was the catalyst for us getting back into the game. Um, so I thought he played pretty well overall. Um, but he got he, he, he did get hit in the calf. He did get yeah, like a, yeah, a, that was a that was a Mark Gasol screen. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that, it, I mean, Zubats. it was Zubats, Zubats screen where he yeah. he you know comes to a jump stop with his knee right into his calf. And Zubats uh, played well for the Clippers. Zubats played and, well, and uh, still again still hurting over that decision. Probably the worst trade of the Rob Palenka era as is that one. That one still, even though that was Mar- Magic Johnson influenced, it still has got to hurt on that one. So, 
I mean, uh, other than that, like I said, well, it, I don't know. I, 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 I'm still see. I didn't mind that just simply because I, I wanted the Lakers to get into the modern era and have a stretch center so that they'd open up the floor for LeBron and AD. Yeah, but when that stretch center on the team couldn't hit the broad side of a bar. Well, yeah. Well, he didn't. He didn't even have a shot. He didn't get open for a shot. At, yeah. Well, that's yeah, right. that's true. But he's doing well in Oklahoma City, from what I remember. Right. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, I'll tell you what. Again, we'll recoup. We'll regather it. We we lost the first one, but you know what? We did the same thing last year, and look where that led us. Yep. It led us to some rings, which we, uh, the Lakers did get tonight. Some beautiful, fantastic rings. But that sluggish ring ceremony did right. it. But you know, again. but you know, in the long run. The guys will remember this is a good night because they got the rings, man. Yeah. And, you know, every every single one of those guys, watching them walk up and pick up their ring and try to put it on their ring finger and have it not fit, but then putting it on their pinky and, you know, the guys that kiss the ring and so forth. And you could see a great deal of joy and pride there. So, you know, give them a pass. I give a pass. Absolutely. Like I said, Watch we'll the game, move on to the next one and yeah, we'll see what yeah. happens. But I, I think we'll work. I think we'll bounce back on Christmas because I, I there's think a lot of pride on this team and there's a lot of pride in LeBron James and Anthony Davis. They're not going to want to go Odin too to start. Yeah. I think we, I think we should give them a lot of credit. They'll, they'll bounce back against Luca coming up on Christmas day. It is the ring hangover. I'm going to go ahead and attribute it to that. But again, the Clippers played an outstanding game and yeah, with credit. Yeah, give Paul George and uh, both Kawhi chipping in with a solid 26 as well. They didn't have an answer for them tonight, but in the future going forward, we'll see what happens. But once again, it's Laker Tom for Lakerholics.com. Before we head on out, my friend, I want you to just go ahead and give a shout out to whatever it is you're up to on your articles that we can go ahead and catch there. Plus also catch the stuff from Jamie Sweet, who I hope again is feeling better. Also as well as Sean Grice, a.k.a. Magic Man. You got to catch all the articles that they do, but I know you've got a ton of articles that you're doing as well at Lakerholics.com. One of the things that I've been pushing, and I'm still I'm still a fan of it, um, and I'd like to see it, which is this sort of idea of sitting a couple of guys every night, two or three guys every night, so that we can run a regular eight or nine man rotation. So that, and I think also that you can match up better with uh, the teams that you're playing, and. It's really hard to get a rhythm when you're playing an 11-man rotation. And also, too, I think that we don't have our legs yet. And so it makes a lot more sense for guys to be able to to, to have a normal 25-minute game that you play so that you get a good 12-minute stretch in the first half and a good 12-minute stretch in the second half. And as we go through the season, there obviously are situations where the starting lineup especially the guards, you know, not so much the uh, LeBron and AD are going to start every game. Uh, and at least for the near future, Gasol's going to start every game. So the question is then who starts at guard? And there's really not a huge difference in quality, at least when you look at it on paper for the guards. I think KCP probably is probably the, the most productive guard that we have. He was the third best player on the team last season. So you, you figure he's going to be in there. Um, it appears that Schroeder's going to be the guy who's going to be given the starting job to start off with and, and to keep it. So I think that's still going to be what Frank Vogel does moving forward. But I would like to see more playing time for Taylor Horton Tucker. I'd like to see more playing time for Harrell off of the bench. I think that uh, 
I was concerned about how Caruso played because he was did not have a good game and he and his turnovers came at very critical times during the game. That was very un-Alex like, if you will. And I, I get so angry when he leaves the guy in the corner to try to help out in the middle because he's not really going to do much in the middle of the key. And several times, twice with Pat Beverly, he left him all alone in the corner in order to try to be help a help defender in the key. So I'd like to see I'd like to see Frank just settle in whether it is. I don't know whether it maybe it'll be Matthews and maybe it'll be Matthews and 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 Caruso who may get fewer playing time. You know, um, I don't think we can make a decision on that based on just one night, especially with the ring ceremony and so forth. But I'd like to see him do one of two things, either sit two or three guys every game in order to give him a rest so that the other eight or nine guys can get the regular rotation or alternatively decide upon a rotation. If you decide that you're going to sit Taylor and Horton Tucker and you're going to sit uh, Matthews because the other nine guys are playing better, get a rotation where you can really have guys have enough time. I think when you play an 11 man rotation, you end up probably hurting three or four or five guys at the end of that rotation. You know, they don't get the minutes that they really need to do to get into rhythm, to develop a rapport. The team gets a little disjointed. So I'd like to see, I'd like to see what happens as Frank moves forward. I do have to say that I have a lot of confidence in the rotations that he made in the playoffs. He showed the ability to make adjustments in the playoffs, to change his starting lineup and so forth. So what he does in a regular season probably doesn't really matter that much. I'd like to see him get down to an eight or nine man rotation fairly soon, you know, maybe by the first of the year. So we'll see what happens in the next four games. We will see indeed. But if you have any questions for Laker Tom, it's at Laker Tom on Twitter. Also check out his great articles on medium.com. You'll be happy to see that there. And then also, of course, catch him at Lakerholics.com. You can go ahead, share your thoughts, share your comments, share your opinions on the Lakers. Take out your frustrations there right now. It's Lakerholics.com. While you're doing so, you're going to see a ton of great articles. You'll see some great videos from Rafael Barlow. And, of course, you'll see all the different podcasts from the Lakers Fast Break, including the latest ones, our Championship Roundtable Part 9 from this past weekend, where if you actually you can see us blow up against each other on Facebook Live, but you can also go ahead and check out the audio version as well. And, of course, the third and final part of the Lakers Championship Rewind. Again, that covers the entire season with the best excerpts from the season as far as the lakers fast break episode so i hope everyone enjoys that i think it was well worth it because it was something that i worked really hard on so hopefully everybody will go ahead and give that a listen once again that's the lakers championship rewind part three part one and two are there as well at the lakers fast break channel wherever you get your podcasts but laker tom again we'll recoup it's the ring hangover we'll go ahead and leave it to that just like they did last year. Could that be a sign that the Lakers will win and repeat for sure now since they lost the first game 116-109 to the Clippers? We'll wait and see. I'm hoping it is. I still think that they do have the best team in the NBA, but they've got to work out some kinks. But we'll see what happens this Christmas. And we'll be back right after the game. Lakers versus Mavs on Christmas doing the post game right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. <laughs> 